Sky Sports Radio loves talking racing. The people. The jockeys. The horses. The gate's open now. They're off and racing. Time now for Punter's Postmortem. Have a look at this. How much did this have on the field? Analysis of the weekend's racing plus your calls. Welcome to Punter's Postmortem. Yeah, good morning and welcome to Punters Postmortem. What a weekend it was here at Royal Roundwick. And for that fact, right around the country, great to see lots of people at their racetracks enjoying our wonderful sport and looking forward to taking as many calls from you guys this morning. It's been a bit uh, different the last couple of weeks. We've had, obviously, uh, last week the Tuesday Punters Postmortem. We had the sales on as well. So we're going to try and get a lot of those callers that we were hoping to get last week on this week's program with their thoughts, of course, on last Saturday's racing. Ron Duffersey is the first member of our panel we'll go to. Morning, Duff. Yeah, good morning, Dave. What a day. And um, I'm sure plenty to talk about. I'm not sure we'd have Glenn Munsey this morning. It was the, the wedding of the year yesterday. And, yes. Uh, as expected, uh, uh, there was plenty of act, uh, atmosphere and drama. Um, what else would you expect at a, a Munsey wedding? Uh, but it was a fantastic day. Well, I'll go straight to him now, Munns. He's uh, here. I tell you what, you dedicated to the cause, mate. I didn't. I, if you had have said, "Look, I'm not keen to come on," understood. But you're backing up. How are you, mate? And congratulations as well from everyone listening and myself on uh, your daughter's wedding. Yeah, thank you very much, Dave. Good morning to Ronnie. Good morning to Dino when he comes on. Uh, put it this way, boys, I've felt better, um, <laughs> and I've probably presented uh, better in the yard than I am at the moment. Uh, but nothing, uh, a cool, refreshing can of Pepsi Max is uh, going to fi- fix me up in uh, in a couple of moments. Now, I actually got up to watch a bit of the golf this morning. Hideki Matsuyama has just won the Masters. Yeah. And, uh, well, part two of the weddings today, Dave, so I've got to get ready for it. Is that the, re- that's the, the recovery? Is it the recovery? What do they what do they call them these days? Yeah, like a recovery party. I so just you yeah. know another you just 30, go again, <laughs> another thirty just to line up again and you know pour a bit more of that you know bubbled stuff down your throat. Uh, Beautiful you know, all day. Dean Lester, uh, good morning to you, mate. Uh, it was brilliant to see some wonderful racing, uh, not only from uh, Victoria on the weekend where we saw some there was plenty of cheering happening in between those Ramwick races. I saw with some good results, but wonderful racing in Sydney too. Oh yeah, no. Really enjoyed uh, Sydney, Dave, and uh, and the little Victorian influence that was there, whether it be through the Derby or through uh, Jamie Carr's riding. It was uh, great to watch, and yeah, as we had a good meeting at Caulfield, but uh, no, it piled into comparison. Right, well, let's go straight to it because it has been the, the talk of the town, uh, Jamie Carr. Duff, you've seen a lot of good jockeys in your time. It, it's a balance, though, uh, that I've been reading about on the social that a lot of the, the good judges are saying, just the, the way she just these horses travel for her. Oh, there's no doubt. And uh, she had a good uh, good horse to work with to show her where's there, Cascadian. No one's had much luck with him in the past. And she just put him in a beautiful spot. He, he has come back, I think we've been saying all along, he's come back as good as ever, this preparation. And it was a well time run with him as, as far as his preparation was concerned to peak on the right day but uh, she apparently she got behind the barriers and said I'm following you to Bowman <laughs> and uh, so she done a for, she did a form and it worked out beautifully for her didn't it and uh, you just see that like I say the slow motion of the last mm. oh, 30 metres of that race where she just uh, it was like Nash Rewilla like the way she pushed that horse's head down and made him win that race because he he was having a little think of it think about it uh, but she uh, was just in full swing with that horse and it was just controlled aggression and and, and just a beautiful ride 
was a beautiful ride. Dino um, Cascadian, obviously, uh, Jamie gets the job done. I'll tell you what, Dallasan, um, I've got to give a mention to you here, Duff, because you were sort of saying after that last run, keep an eye on him. And I think we'd even said on this program too, Dino, that Leon McDonald doesn't travel horses, especially to Sydney, if he doesn't think they're up to a certain level. It was a big run for Stubby. Yeah, he wasn't going to waste his time, was he, Dave? And I mean, they've been campaigning the horse at Group 1 and, and trying to, you know, you know, get that on his CV, a Group 1 win. And as uh, Duff said uh, on the show a couple of weeks ago, he's running the rider was good, and uh, he backed it up on Saturday back into a handicap and, and ran really well. Munns, what, we, what did you make of some of the beaten brigade in the race? Uh, well, I'm still recovering, Dave, that uh, Cascadian managed to stick his head out when I was on Ice Path at $34, and he picked that day to um, uh, be successful. But, you know, I, I suppose when you, when you look back at big races, you look at it in a, in a different light after the race, and barriers one, two, three, four were the first four across the line, and... Uh, both Cascadian and uh, Dalasan coming out of the, the George Ryder dropping significantly in weight there. We say it every year, the weight for age form into handicap form. We should be looking more at it. Mm. And there's two horses that were very, very competitive in the George Ryder dropping six kilos. And, and, and I fell for the trap of, you know, concentrating more on a horse like Avilius who was only dropping three kilos out of mm. the rider. But... Um, I, I I don't think it was a shock that he won Cascadian. The market was all over him. He was twenty one dollars on Wednesday prior to the uh, sorry Tuesday prior to the draw. He ran the second pick at seven dollars fifty. That is telling you he was very 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 well found. Mm. Yeah, he was. Did anyone see? Well, no one missed the run of a horse called Zaki in the race. He, Huge, in, incredible. incredible. Yeah. First up, a mile. At uh, you know Doncaster Mile, and to do what he did is uh, uh, a very interesting horse. You know he's um, an import who showed a bit, he was a bit sharp in a couple of trials, so he showed ability leading into that. So he could be one to follow as far as I don't know what Annabelle's thinking. I, I would think he'd be a, a beautiful um, uh, horse for the Brisbane Winter Carnival. It's all sort of mild form in Europe, isn't he? Like his best form. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see how he pans out over here. Yeah, he did run in a Hong Kong mile yep. um, at, at some, well, a couple of years ago now. Mm. What do we do with uh, some of the beaten brigade, Duff? I mean, uh, say an Aegon, is that just the end of the preparation and, and we sort of wait for, for the team to produce him again next prep? Uh, same with the Moonga. That, you know, they, they sort of had their grand, not, not saying that this was, wasn't the grand final, but they sort of had those peak runs earlier in the prep. Yeah, I'd say probably a horse like Aegon, who didn't have much luck in the straight getting a clear run. Um, well, what do you want to do? You know, do you want to push to the well again? I don't know. I think maybe it could be the end of the road for him, Moanga. Um, well, you know, they could run him in the Queen Elizabeth, but, you know, has he got any hope? Um, yeah, I'd say it's nearly the end of the road for the lot. Mugger 2 the interesting one, um, whether they want to go next week or keep him fresh for those wait for age races in Brisbane as well. Um, there's decisions to be made, but all those, you know, a lot of those horses out the back, she's she's just about can go to stud now, fun star mm. and, um, you know, Best of Days has had some hard racing. Yale Dash can go to the paddock now. Um, so there's not a lot left for, for most of those horses there, although Ice Bath can probably go to that. But, um, you know, there's a few little options left for her in the next couple of weeks. The, we, we always talk about Sydney form uh, when we go to Melbourne. Well, what about this Victorian form in the Derby? Um, was there any money at all, Munns, around for Young Werther or Explosive Jack? 
Oh, oh, certainly explosive, Jack, Dave. Okay. Um, we, we said, uh, you know, Thursday night on form line and uh, the preview on Saturday morning, another case here, $26 um, prior to the draw on Tuesday was made $34 when he came up with barrier 15, which is de rigueur. You draw wide, you get out. But from that point on, he went 23 Wednesday, 21 Thursday, 19 Friday, 18 Saturday morning. He got to 21 on Saturday, but uh, jumped at a $17 chance. So he was very, very well found there uh, and uh, actually ran a loser in the race for us. Uh, Young Verter, well, he basically held his mark there. Uh, throughout the day, anywhere between sort of 13 and $15. And, uh, you know, he, he had plenty of supporters there. But um, when, when you look, you know, once again, you've got to go back and you, and you look at the race there and, and we look at the, the Tullock Stakes. The Tullock Stakes having provided the last four winners for the Derby. But Young Verta in the Tullock Stakes was off the track and working on that day where we, we, we've said all along that on speed, on pace, on the fence was the place to be. Now, the horses that ran 1-2 in the Tullock Stakes, which mm. was Yaletown and Prompt Prodigy, Yaletown having led, Prompt Prodigy having sat behind it, they were beaten 50 yards, if not further, in the derby. And Young Verda, who ran third and worked the whole race, uh, he's managed to get nutted in the derby by Explosive Jack, who, who we saw actually get beat in a Class 1 at Goulburn um, and then won a, a benchmark 64 at Kembla. But he, he covered some ground after that because he after Kembla, he went to Hobart to win the derby there, yeah. back to the Valley, then to Bendigo, and he bobs up in a derby and wins. And, and he's going to be doing he's, he's doing more Ks because Mars said this morning on Melbourne Radio he's going to Adelaide. He's going to go <laughs> to the SA derby. He's just improving with every run. Um, that's extraordinary, Duff. He's a he's a good horse, and he's a he's some some tough horse. I must say, there's no fluking. I think Dino made him a horse to follow two weeks ago. Yeah, and I would have thought I looked at. It, I said, "Geez, he's in his first prep. He's already running a mile and a half at his third run in a race at, at Kembla Grange." But he he obviously thrives, and and this although this wasn't a staying test it was a staying test considering this is a pretty brutal track you know, when you get horses spread out like they were on the day it's tough going and this horse has got some lungs on him would not blow a candle out this horse he's the cleanest winded horse i've seen and uh, just coming back to scale young you know uh, no fluke in that whatsoever uh, young Werther was good with the blinkers lines roar he's um back to ramwick was terrific and I got little question marks on Montefilia now, uh, as far as being a proper stayer. Mm. Um, she's always looked the stayer, um, um, but you know her two, probably when she's been in the market, the Oaks and now the Derby in, in the spring and the autumn. So there's little questions on her as far as next week's concerned. I'm not saying uh, she she can't win, but um, would you, looking at the marketplace, Bowman's jumped off her. And onto a filly that he won on Douai that's a, a much longer price. So he he, he must uh, think that Douai's a better ride than uh, Montefilia come uh, next week. Well, she's yep. lost favouritism for the Oaks too now, uh, Montefilia. The Harmony Rose, um, with that very, very gallant run in the Vinery, is now the favourite for the Oaks next Saturday, a $4 chance. This Kiwi filly, Amaralina, uh, is yeah. now equal second pick with Montefilia at five. Hungry Heart at six. Impecunious at 11, so you've got Harmony Rose, Hungry Heart, Impecunious coming out of the vinery, Amaralina coming from New Zealand. Do you uh, think that's fair, Do you think that's fair? Well, boys, do you think that's fair that she's not favourite? 
considering that that derby I mean, it looks stronger on paper than what's going to line up uh, with the girls and some of those um, those form lines leading into the Oaks. Do you think that's an overreaction from the tab to not have her favourite in the Oaks? Yeah, look, I think she's very hard to assess because I think she went into the Oaks uh, at the end of a preparation where she had those two runs in a week where she won the flight and the spring champion and she was over the top come Oaks time. Was she a run under on Saturday and she'll actually be better on the back up like she was in the spring? All right. Uh, we've got plenty of calls, boys. We're going to get to them. Uh, Anthony's on line one. Morning, Anthony. Good morning, Les. Uh, Duffy, start my thunder. If, uh, if Zaki was yours, and Dino is also, would you back it up in the Queen Elizabeth? Their flash pass the abilities and make it through the line. If they're talking about backing them two up, would you back, if it was yours, would you back Zaki up in the Queen Elizabeth? Um, well, he was first up the other day, wasn't he? That's the only thing. Seven days, be a, he probably Brisbane's a better option, maybe. Yeah, and, and oh, yeah, okay, you done? Oh, no way in the world I'd back uh, him up if he was yeah. mine. It is too too brutal for him. Uh, you know, it's a t- testing run that day. Yeah. Anyway, there's a, there's a nice race on the twenty second of May for him called the Durban Cup. Exactly. Yeah. Would, I, would I be wrong with saying Jamie Carr reminds me of Peter Cook? Ride them how they feel. Yeah, well, you could, you know, you could pull out all sorts of jockeys out and compare her with, with the record she's got at the moment and the way she's going. Yeah, she, she's great, great, great to taste. She rides in that, you know, like, there's no tactics. She just jump out, put where they feel and let the horse do the work. My word. Beautiful, Anthony. Thank you very much for your call, mate. So then we've got Wombat uh, on line two. Uh, if he's still there, Boydo. Morning, Wombat. Morning, boys. How are we? Good, mate. Yeah, look, I was just really impressed on Saturday by a, in a run in the country championships by a horse called Wild Rocket. You know, it was nearly last on the turn of 16. And, geez, it made it home down the outside, that horse. You're a very, very good judge, uh, Wombat. I've made it one of my horses to follow. I thought it went outstanding. uh, Oh, mate, that was great. I'd like to give Kylie Kennedy at Narromine, made a little track out in the middle of nowhere, a really good rap because uh, she sort of, I've got a horse with Kylie and, she said to me, Pete, we're bringing this wild rocket back. I think we're going to aim her for the country championship. I think she'll run a big race in it. And, and she did a very, very good job. She's a great little trainer, Kylie Kennedy, out at Narromine. No doubt about it. Uh, her and, and the two mares, her and Charmy Baby, the way the race was run, it didn't suit them. And their efforts were yeah. uh, uh, probably the efforts of the race. Yeah, that's right, boys. I was really, I was really impressed and... Uh, Mate, she's a great little trainer out there, so if anyone's looking for a horse to put in the country racing, you couldn't get better than Kylie Kennedy out at Western New South Wales there, you know, at Narromine. Yep. And uh, Cheers, her, her, her partner, Ricky Bullock, mate, he, he rides all choices, track work. He's a good little rider as well. You know, he's a beauty too. Cheers, sure. Wombat. I hope you get a sling for that, mate. Uh, yeah, Sean you'll now. take something off the training <laughs> yeah, fees. Surely. surely. Uh, Sean, morning, mate. Morning, guys. How are we all? Good. Mate, two, I've got two questions for you. The first one, Jamie Carr, when she arrives in the state, does that count her premiership in Melbourne or only when she arrives in the state? No, no, only no, no. only when doesn't count to a Melbourne premiership. Yeah, it counts towards her Australia-wide premiership. There is a, right, yeah. a not that there's any um, Prize for um, result for a jockey, but there is um, stats kept on who rides the most winners in Australia. No, fair enough, no dramas. And the second one is Montefilia Duff. Do we keep backing her, or we just wait till she does something again? Because it's got, it's burnt me a few times now. I'm starting to get a bit hard to put faith in it with my money. That's for sure. 
Uh, look, it's your it's a, your own individual choice, you know. We we could make excuses or we can have our theories. Just you know, I could make a theory that oh, maybe she doesn't stay, and then Dino can say, well, you know, it's it, she's only had a couple of runs back in, and she got there very quickly, third up on on a very testing track. So you, all depends what there's. Every horse has got a price, and all depends on your individual thoughts about it. But personally, um, I think I'm going to be against her, but I. I can see, no, I've got no blue with anyone that wants to make a case for her. She can win. There's no doubt about it. All right. Uh, just texted uh, Annabelle Neesham too. You spot on boys, Doombin Cup. That's the plan uh, for mm. Zaki as well. So uh, they'll map out, be interesting to see whether he runs before then or whether he just uh, makes his way up uh, to Doombin to, to jump in that field. We'll take a break on Punners Post Morning at 9.26. Those calls, uh, the open line is open, so if you've got any questions at all for our, uh, our panel, give us a call. North Pacific, what a weapon. I remember the first time when I saw North Pacific, you just went, wow. North Pacific won the up and coming. It was like a barrier trial. He comes to the outside, North Pacific. He's the real deal, the brazen Bocock. The Golden Rose, well, that certainly showed that North Pacific was a genuine Group 1 horse. Ole Kirk, North Pacific, stride for stride. We've always had two really good colts. He uses class. Go to Newgate and have a look for yourself. The Bingley Easter Sale is on now. No, Lionel. Easter has been and gone. I mean our post-Easter sale. No, Lionel. Our pre-Christmas sale? What do we have every April with huge deals store-wide? Like TVs, washers, fridges, vacuum, cooking, coffee machines and heaters. Go on. The clue is probably April. The Bingley April Sale. Yes. But it's only until... Sunday, April 18th. At Bingley. Australian family owned for over 60 years. Hear that? Me either. Because 3M WorkTune's Bluetooth earmuffs have a noise reduction of 29 dB, so you can work in peace. Featuring Bluetooth wireless technology so you can stream the music and podcasts you choose from any device. Cord and antenna free, they're suitable for a range of work sites and with Call Connect, you can make and receive calls with the touch of the easy one-button interface without removing your hearing protection. 3M WorkTune's Bluetooth earmuffs, built to perform. Available at Bunnings. This is Dave Stanley. I'm on the road to Orange this week. I'll see you at the Cup Calcutta on Thursday night at the Parkview Hotel. Then Racing HQ is live from Toak Park on Friday morning, ahead of the Orange Gold Cup Day. There's $300,000 up for grabs, including $75,000 for the Cup itself. Can't wait. Racing HQ in Orange for Cup Day this Friday on Sky Sports Radio. This is Punter's Postmortem on Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, welcome back to Punter's Postmortem with Ron Doversy, Dean Lester, Glenn Munsey and Dave Stanley. And uh, just a further on from Annabelle Nation, she said, just sent me another text. Uh, so definitely looking at Doombin Cup via the JRA plate or the Hollandale. This is with Zaki, who caught the attention of plenty of punters on Saturday in the Doncaster. She did say the QE2 would be tempting, but back up probably too big of an ask. So okay. Nothing not, on Moonga. Nothing, uh, no, no, nothing on Moonga, but um, I'll follow up for a text on Moonga for you. But, yeah, Zaki. And I don't think we've got Doombin Cup. We haven't got Doombin Cup markets open. We've got no, 10,000. No, there, there no was actually uh, sitting there, Dave, a, a pre-nom market. Ah, okay. Uh, we, uh, not a market, I should say. A pre-nom field there of approximately... 
oh, probably about 25 uh, horses. So the boys might get onto that this week. And yep. uh, Mawanga, she's probably tossing up uh, Mawanga, you know, maybe the pack of plate. Mm. Yeah, okay. Did you can find a Calcutta, Dave. Yes, yeah. I know at the moment. Oh, now they're going good. Oh, going you'll good. Find, you'll find more Calcuttas than, <laughs> uh, you know, the British Raj did back in the day. Okay. <laughs> It's good. It'd be good. To, so I think it's the first time they've done uh, in a few years up there at Orange. Um, and I've got to take my hat off to Bree and the club uh, because uh, they're really trying to to lift up that Orange Cup. That stair. They're not only on the track but off the track. And I think they've got plenty of stuff planned. So a few boys are. Free I'd like on to take Friday. my hat off to to our finance department, Dave, because they keep finding all this money to send you on junkets <laughs> all around. You know, oh. Paul, Ron, and I wanted to get a toothpick the other day, and we had to <laughs> fill out a form in I'll give you the, hey. and get a, a signed letter from the Queen to, you know, purchase one for three cents. I'll give you the tip. I don't think Sky's paying. Um, that's why I'm going. Now, uh, who have we got next, boy, on the line? I think we've got David on the line. Morning, David. How you going, boys? Great show as usual. Look, just two things I want to say. Um, Animo, I think he's an outstanding two-year-old, and I think he showed on Saturday just how good not only two-year-old is, how good he's going to be in the future. But just one thing, um, two-year-old of the year will be interesting. I think Animo, if he wins the champagne, um, he should get it, because I just think he's... I mean, obviously, stay inside. We can't just say, you know, he just won the slipper. <laughs> you know, the slipper's the slipper. But outside of the slipper, I mean, stay, out, stay inside really didn't do much. But if you look at Animo, you know, he's... Ran so well in the blue diamond, the golden slipper. Now won the the sires, um, beat all the top horses in the top. And if he wins the champagne, I'm just wondering, do you think he'll be the um, two year old of the ho- two year two year old of the year, Duff and Dean? Oh, and, and just one thing, can I just make a comment about Jamie Carr? Yes, mate. I think we should be really proud. I think Dean Duff, all you guys who involved in the industry, should be so proud that we have a woman. It, it's probably the only sport I can think of in the world, racing, where women on an equal term can compete with men. Um, in all other sports, I mean, I, I think even Serena Williams said, um, men seem to have an unfair, you know, obviously an unfair advantage when they, if they compete against women. But this is a sport where it's just based on skill and talent and where a woman not only can compete but can beat the best men in the world and win the whole event. And I think we should be very proud that... Our sports stand alone in that. We leaders in the field, and, and you, you forgot one other thing, it's for equal pay as well. Yeah. Um, they earn the same as the, the men, and we, I think it's, you know, we've, we've moved on a lot. We're, we're, they're jockeys, they're not women jockeys, they're just jockeys. And then they're, they're, in the I'm, future... Sorry, yeah. Dino? I was just going to say, I'm very tired of it being... Yeah, I'm tired of it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah because they're just, just they're jockeys, and uh, think, we're going yeah. to be have a, the champion jockey coming up, and... Uh, you know, I, I think uh, what Jamie Carr did was phenomenal on Saturday, and then Saturday night, what happened in uh, the UK with the Grand National was different Brilliant. level again. That that was something else. Yep, and in in twenty years' time, I'd, I'd be shocked if there wasn't more uh, female uh, jockeys than male. Oh, yeah, thanks, I think you're right. Yeah. Thanks for your call, oh, David. In some race meetings in New South Wales, there, there are more female riders at the, the meeting rooms. than male riders. And, and New Zealand? Uh, they've had to swap the, the jockeys' rooms over jockeys because rooms, yeah. up until a couple of years ago, that there wasn't two jockeys' rooms in the majority of race courses in New South Wales. And they built female jockeys' rooms, and they were smaller than the male jockeys' rooms. And on some occasions, the males have moved out 
or been forced to move out of the, the, the jockey's room they were in because there wasn't enough of them um, to fill the room compared to the number of uh, females riding at the meeting and they went into the, the other jockey's room. And just back on that two-year-old of the year, look, he's an outstanding cult stay inside, but if if he did come out and win the champagne, he'd, he'd certainly hold um, all the aces for two-year-old of the year, I would think, uh, Animo. Certainly. Uh, well, what do you think about that, boys? Dino? Duff? Yep, I, I, like I said, I, I think yeah. Animo, if he wins the champagne, yeah. you know, I think he'll be two-year-old of the year. Does he yeah, need to win he... the champagne to be two-year-old of the year, though? Well, it'd be a close, closer contest if he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and you know, take his slipper run into context from the draw yes. and everything, and and uh, Blue Diamond run, and yeah, he 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 ran in the debutant in October, so he's been a, yeah, you know, he's been a complete two-year-old if he does that and wins it a mile. I think yeah, he's uh, for me he's uh, he gets the nod. And that Let- certainly Saturday was the best win. Of of his win, like he just travelled in the run, mm-hmm. and when James asked him to go, you don't put three on them in the space of fifty metres, uh, having your your seventh run and your fifth run in this preparation. He's never gone better than when he went Saturday. I, I, getting like, on, I disagree. Getting on the big tracks. Yeah, I, I think his performance in the slipper was better, but what he did on Saturday. Where okay, he's got a barrier now. Can he be a racehorse, or is he just mm. a flop out the back and run his yeah. sectional and hope for luck? But I love the way he went to the one-one. He dropped the bit and then sprinted off that. So that's a a very encouraging sign for a, 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 a an outstanding colt, I think. Let's talk the T.J. Smith guys. Uh, nature Strip Duff was ultra impressive. Loved how he just sort of sat off them. James got him in a rhythm and just exploded away. To visually watch him live on track, it's extraordinary. It is, yeah. He he, he just busts them with two hundred meters one two hundred meter sprint. Sprint. I don't don't know what stage of the race he puts that in, but that's when he busts them. And indeed, he waited a little bit longer on Saturday, and and he was superb the way he relaxed and just put just put him away and obviously there's going to be closers late and I thought Mars Crusader proved that he's he's, he's he's a top class sprinter as well on Saturday. Eduardo I was still want to see that rating at 1200 metres for him I know he's won at yeah. 1300 earlier on in his career but his real high ratings are 1000 and 1100 metres but you, look, you have to admire uh, Nature Strip and I admired the trash talk from McDonald after it. He, you know um, look you know, Joe came out last time, world's best sprinter, Eduardo, and McDonald fired back on Saturday. That's that's good for racing, I think. Hmm. Dino? Uh, yeah, uh, that was, um, you know, uh, I think uh, the, the Eduardo point's really valid. I, I, I love him as a sprinter, but uh, he's just got to do it now beyond 1,100. You must have been impressed with Mars Crusader. Sorry, Munns. I was going to say, did um, James McDonald bluff... Um, Eduardo out of it because we know oh, that was... Nature Strip is probably just a little tardy the first 50 metres and you know and, and Brenton had to make a decision because he'd drawn uh, outside of Nature Strip so he said well you're not there and, and, and he's going to know that Nature Strip is then going to improve but uh, and James just sort of held on that just that extra 20 metres or so and made Brenton get across and then and that put Nature Strip in the stalking position where he seemed to travel so much better, and you knew just when they turned for home that it was well nothing else was going to be able to come from back in the field because they'd had too easy a time, and it, mm-hmm. and and when they turned for home it was just a matter of how far he's going to win by. Yep. 
That was the best bit of riding of the day for mine. Yeah, um, beautiful. The way he got directly behind the the overhead shot showed it right behind the heels of Eduardo, and it was sort of you know where are you, where are you, and he just came to the outside, and it was just yeah, I thought it was just sensational tactically and horsemanship to get the horse to do it. Um, I agree. Go. What were you going to say? Something, Duff? No, no. I just think considering we were all thinking maybe off the fence, and he's drawn inside him, and. And yep. most people thought, oh, well, Eduardo's going to be in the touch better going. But he just, bang, straight slipstream. And then he had the outside running on him. So it was, as Dino said, it was just a superb piece of riding. All right, we're going to take another break here on uh, Punters Postmortem on Sky Sports Radio. When we return from the break, uh, we'll take some calls. 13.53.53, that open line is open. Give us a call. G'day, this is Dave Stanley. Racing HQ Friday is all about winners. 9am, the putters panel. 10am, New South Wales previews. 10.30, Menangle with Fred Hastings. 10.45, Wentworth Park with Tim Newbold. And 11 o'clock, the Friday fill-up with Luke Marlow. Friday is for winners. Racing HQ on Sky Sports Radio. HQ Insurance are in the business of protecting clients, offering bloodstock mortality policies, including fall of hammer cover, life-saving surgery extensions and guaranteed renewal, a clause pioneered by HQ. Visit hqinsurance.com.au. Be sure, insure with HQ. Great style of rising two-year-old Colt by Smart Missile. Top 20 sire by earnings, winners and wins. 43 stakes horses, 70% winners to runners. The Dam Galileo's Choice by the Great Galileo. Winner 1400, dam of two multiple winners, both stakes performed. Trainer Joe Pride, Warwick Farm. 5% 2400, 200 a month covers cost, 2.5% shares available. For PDS, call Shelley Hancock's or Rod Peacock, 0352749171 or see website hancocks.com.au, AFSL 227365. You'll love the Drummond Golf Master Your Game Sale. Save over $230 on a tailor-made Supreme Cart bag, just $198. Go along with the Callaway XR Speed Driver, now $258. Save $91. Hit them pure with Callaway XR Steelhead Steel Irons, 8-piece set, just $678. Save $121. And Srixon AD Triple Three Golf Balls 12-pack, just $18. The Drummond Golf Master Your Game Sale, on now. You're listening to Sky Sports Radio and Punters Postmortem. Yeah, we're taking your calls on 13.53.53. Give us a call. We've got Mark on the line. Morning, Mark. Yeah, good morning. How are you? Very good, mate. Uh, what have you got for us? Um, just thinking, I was wondering why, um, what's happened to Crone on the Coolmore Classic. It was supposed to be racing this weekend, but looks to be out of the market. So, uh, She's gone to the paddock. Found yeah. to be lame during the week and went to the paddock. No, I'll explain a lot then. <laughs> that's all right. I saw huge bets on it and so forth, but that's all right. I just wanted to double check, see what was happening. So, no problem at all. Thank you, that's Mark. All. Thanks for your that's call. Thank you. Um, here's a uh, couple of texts here on the text line I'll read out. Um, the Tom from Tamworth saying, Thank you, Dino. Thanks for explosive, Jack. Next time you're in town, I want to look after you with a sling. Um, and uh, there's a p- well, actually getting plenty of love here. They must have been following you with that uh, horse to follow, Explosive Jack. Here's one. Hi, boys. You have to feel for Brad Widdop at the weekend uh, because uh, now that's twice he's been knocked off with ice bath by Godolphin. Of course, uh, got beaten there by Colette and the Golden Eagle, and now Cascadian beats him on the line uh, in the Doncaster. Um, luckily, luckily, Ice Bath got the run. 
uh, with the uh, with the scratching. Now, obviously, he's got into the field. That was the, the bit of drama we had last week. Obviously, we were in the sales. Here's one um, as well. This one from Chris Jens. Why do they still put MS in front of female jockeys at Racing Australia? If you go to the trots, they just have their name in the form guide, no prefix in front of them. Well, I, I see that Racing Australia in the um, they're in the mood to be changing rules and doing things. Maybe they yep. could uh, maybe well, they get onto that. This is a fascinating one with Jamie Carr because since she's been an apprentice, she's been Jamie Carr. But since the first of January this year, she's gone back to Ms. Jamie Carr. So uh, I think uh, get yeah. rid of it. Get rid of yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely get rid of it. But it was amazing that it got added this year. Like when Jamie Carr was leading the premiership, they decided that was the time to put it back on her moniker. Yeah, very much so. Now, does, she, gonna... does she know how many traffic lights are um, in oh, the photo? Or tractors or <laughs> no. palm trees. It's <laughs> a trick, how, that one. How about that when you're trying to do the form and it keeps oh, coming it's up? It's a beauty. It's what beauty. about when you can look at three ads before you you, you, you get the, <laughs> you get to your replay? You know, like what, what what's going on? Uh, Dino, just a couple of questions here on your thoughts on the chairmans. They're saying, "Hey, Dino, what did you think of the run of Salino?" And I'll get a comment from all of you guys about this race. Uh, but what did you make of it, Dino? Jeez, it was a hard race, uh, wasn't it? Was it like uh, there was? What about when they split into the two? Faint, yeah. Wasn't faint for the faint-hearted. Uh, uh, I was on Paths of Glory. It was a long watch getting him to oh, stagger run. into third. Oh, it was a big run. It was a big run, but uh, uh, the uh, the fixed odds, the $9 the place, it was just wanting to hang on for third. <laughs> uh, he got there, but uh, yeah, oh, Salino, I see Craig Williams thought it was a good run, but you just wonder how those horses will back up next week, Duff, uh, into the Sydney Cup, because, uh, gee, they, they did it tough. They certainly did. I, I liked Salino, and... Uh, Mrs. Gels told me he's one run short. You shouldn't be backing him. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> As, <laughs> doubting that. Uh, yes. So he's just got to straighten up a bit. I don't like the way yeah. he wanted to hang. On the turn, yeah. I was very comfortable. So oh, he'll outstay this lot. They've gone out too hard. He'll beat them. And he just didn't want to straighten up and do it. Uh, but I, I, I respect you know, the Chris Waller for grand final day, which he's had this horse targeted for the Sydney Cup since oh, well, we interviewed him first up. He said, no, no, he won't be right till Sydney Cup day. So I'll, I'll trust that comment and say he'll run well. All right. Yeah. Well, I still remain a maiden with Miss Jill, so I don't know about anything <laughs> else. I, 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 I found Ron Donella and, and when... when, when um, well, when she tipped it, you know, and I, we watched the race together, Ronnie, Lizzie, and myself, and and I and, I, and she sort of gets she gets up out of the saddle early, Does she uh, Lizzie, especially when there are times. I said, no, not yet, not yet, no, 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 you can go stop. now, you can go now, <laughs> and uh, but it was never really going to get uh, the winner there, uh, quick thinker, and well, he he improved <laughs> enormously, and that's an understatement from what he did at uh, Rose Hilly's previous run where. You would have thought that race suited him uh, the other day. And, you know, I was very worried about that race the other day because you had Favourite Moon that had come here, you know, his first run in Australia, and Realm of Flowers, who's had three wide for the entire, they ran the Cornella in that race. And I said, well, you know, none of the others went that fantastic. Um, so, you know, I, I can't really... You, uh, that gives me more confidence about looking away from that race there. And Salino, Salino now looks as though he needs a four-day bike race. Mm. Let's get to the open line, boys. Uh, Kurt's on the line. Morning, Kurt. Kurt, good morning. Uh, morning, Dave. How are you, mate? Very good. That's the shot. Congratulations, Munzee. Thank you very much, Kurt. That's the way. And glory, glory, my friend. 
Oh, well, mate, it's been a big week. My son had a winner at Hawkesbury. Uh, Souths have won again. Uh, my daughter's got married yesterday, and uh, St George won yesterday. So it's a, a very, very happy household here, and the Roosters won. So we're covering a few teams in this household. Well, what was the horse at Hawkey? Oh, babe, babe, I can't be telling you that, mate. You know, no, real peace, uh, real peace, or freckles, as he's affectionately oh, known. Peace. Yeah, okay, okay, yep, yep. Mm. All right, Mark, uh, boys. I just want to note. I know this is obviously everybody knows about this, but I just want to note Animo's his career up to date. The debutant. It was my favourite beacon of all last year. Come out, won the Merson Cooper. Come out second in the Prelude Diamond, third in the Diamond. Mind you, I backed him every start since his debut, and I cannot believe the money I get for second and third as well. Then he comes third as well. No, that was a diamond third. Then at Randwick, he won the um, what the Todman, and then second in the Slipper, and then and then on Saturday. I mean, has he has he been? I'm not saying oh, I'm not saying overall is he the best, but has there been a better start for a two-year-old in such a short amount of of a career? Oh, there's been many. Uh, there's been many over the years. You know, we can go right back through the champion two-year-olds, Kurt. But oh no, no, Ron, I'm just asking. Could you throw oh, him in, in at least the top twenty? Oh, it's hard to line up history. Uh, I'm talking about this year, and you could line him right up there. That's for sure. If not in front, I'm, and I'm with you. Since day one, that first start, um, I've been with him every start. But straight out, though, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm sure. Ron, can I just ask you one about last Wednesday, Billion Dollar Baby? I mean, I couldn't believe the the, money, the price that I got for it, but nevertheless, what, what did you think, Ron? Yeah, it's pretty sharp, isn't she? So the, she uh, beat the, uh, a hot pot there, and, and I thought, yep, there's something for her, and maybe the Saturday week there might be a little listed race or something they could they could find for her. No knock, I think there's a nice little wrap on her. Yeah, yeah. And Dino? Yes, good. Yeah, I don't know how good your memory is. I've been able to get on for a couple of weeks, but I'm just wondering if you know, have any gauge on where Sadler's spectacle's going? I'm pretty sure it was about three weeks ago, mate. Uh, I don't know. No. Uh, don't know that one, Kurt. Don't know where it's going. All right. Sadler's spectacles. Might, let's see if you can have a look, uh, Dino. We'll get to Chris on the line. Morning, Chris. G'day, um, Muns. How are you guys? Very good, thank you. Um, I'm Terry's brother, Terry Robbo's brother. Uh, we were all at the race the other day, took us oh. up, and it was sensational, mate. It couldn't be, couldn't um, be more deserved. Tezza winning the race because he's just an absolute legend, mate. We're so yeah. lucky to have him in our lives, and we had a ripper day and a ripper night. I bet you did. Too. It was a great result for the well, the town and um, yeah. the family as well. And she's a, uh, everyone was cheering for you, Chris. Thanks, guys, and, and to Tommy too. Like, we're so lucky Tommy got, you know, off his suspension so that he's got a good association with the horse and the rodeo retreat. So, and all Tez's staff, you know, and Mon, they're just, they're legends. Mm. Well, you talk about James McDonald's. I love your show too, guys. You do a great job. Thanks, mate. You, you talk yeah. about James McDonald's tactical effort on Nature Strip. Surely yeah. Tommy Berry's was the equal there because it was a race where uh, you looked and they said, oh, there's not a great deal of speed here. There's not a great deal of speed. Well, well Tommy took all of that out in the first 100 metres. And I don't know whether he bluffed them out or what he did, but they just seemed to leave him alone. And I think um, from the twelve from the 1,200 to the 800... And then from the 800 to the 400, there was something like very close to 
uh, 1.6 seconds difference. So he just slowed it, slowed it, slowed it down. And by the time, you know, they were all getting on their bike, well, he was gone. He certainly was. And, and one thing about Tommy is uh, just that emotion he showed after the... I mean, obviously, very special connection with the Robinson family, TV. But, uh, gee, it's good when he gets up like that. And uh, he was very, very happy with Art Cadeau's win. Um our next caller on the line, we're flying through them here, which is good. We've got plenty of calls. Graham, morning, Graham. Uh, good morning, boys. How are you? Very good, mate. Mate, I've just got a question for you. It's on uh, horse ownership. Now, right. Now, I bought into a horse uh, a few years ago, and I come to an agreement with the guy, and I put the amount that we agreed to into his bank account, now, that, as, soon as, I, as soon as that guy received my money, he decided, well, I don't want to go ahead with a deal. My question is, should that money have been returned to me? Well, if he hasn't gone through with the deal, <clears throat> yes, but did you, know, Probably. did you have a binding contract or was it well, just a, a verbal I, I, agreement? Yeah, <laughs> it was only a verbal agreement because well, I got to know the guy and it... Uh, Right. He, he, he was a horse breeder, actually, and he bred this filly, and we just decided to race it together. Graham, Graham, yeah. I'll stop you there, mate. This is not the right forum. This is yeah. punters post mortem, mate. So we're talking about horses and what Tommy Berry did, and technical rides from Jamie. Uh, give someone else a call. Probably race New South Wales or whatever jurisdiction you're in. Matt, good morning. Morning, boys. How you going? Good. Um, I just wanted to ask you whether you thought Young Werther was a bit unlucky. Um, it's hard to say. We you, we could nitpick every race, but um, I yeah. Well, he, he sat out three and four wide, and he's been beaten ahead. Yeah, but three and four wide was okay yeah, on the day. That was the momentum in that race, yeah. wasn't it? The winner was out there. The first three swept like that, didn't they? Yeah. Now we we're talking about the you know the barriers in the Doncaster one, two, three, four. We had barriers thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Uh, trifecta the the, the Derby. Yeah, I just I just felt he was a bit unlucky, like where he was out there, and they never even um, like Flynn Darren was lucky to see it in the straight, I think. Young Werther. Yeah. Okay. What, like what he makes called his... Lions roaring, and the, and the winner. The right. young Werther was like, and young Werther was in front of him there, and he's calling the other two like, uh... and that it was right only right on the line. The young Werther was headed. How, how, were you, did you? Were you on? Were you? Are you talking through your kit here? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Kit, uh, that's all right. So we'll talk through the kit. So I was unlucky. So we'll blame Darren. We'll blame Darren. The horse got beat. Blame Darren. I'm just listening well, to the radio well, and then I watch the replay. Yeah, yeah, but it got beat. Oh well, it got beat and roll on next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, I understand that. I just like yeah. no one sort of said it was a bit unlucky, <laughs> or and that they've sort of mentioned every oh. other horse, is it? No, that's all good. All right. Uh, he ran. I mean, he ran very well, but uh, the, the first three had not dissimilar runs, did they? That's, that's right. They sweep together. Oh, how, how good's the punt, boys? Like you bag Nothing a horse like and it goes like a bastard, or it gets beat. And the first bloke you want you want to you want to blame the caller. Oh, I didn't see. You didn't see the horse. Oh, <laughs> blah. oh, oh no, it, it's no good. Oh, you you want to bag jockeys? 
Well, Dave, I, I want to bag the horse sometimes. <laughs> well, why is it these horses that never win a race? I seem to be, always be on the thing that runs yeah. second when they do win. <laughs> uh, what did we make of flexible, guys? Um, I had a good fl- bet on flexible, and I left Dave, it you in. should have listened. To, you, you, weren't you paying any attention to the punters I was. on Friday Yeah, I was. Morning? But I thought, I just thought, this this will just be winning. I must admit, I mean, we talk a lot about James Cummings, um, Ed Cummings, great to see him get a, uh, a group winner there. And, and with a horse that comes through that nice race at Warwick Farm and Huey Sticks, and, geez, it was impressive, Duff. She was, yeah. You've you got to admire her. Um, she's um, come of age quickly there. And, you know, it's not we've seen Adrian Knox winners come out and do the, you know, and run well in the, the Oaks and even if not win it, uh, including Colette. So um, I thought maybe just flexibles come to the end of this preparation she's done it all on one prep i don't know if they have another throw at the stumps next week and there's a few other fillies in the same boat there but the, the winner has got a, a sense of timing about a bargain was very good from the back and i like one there and i don't know i don't know whether i wanted to run next week or or go you know go to sort of a queensland oaks is a, a filly called signora nera um you know, she's a 70 or 80 to 1 chance if she does run next week, and she'll run well in the Oaks, but uh, I, I thought her run was good. Mm. All right. What, what did you make of it, uh, Dino? Anything to, to add there? Uh, the not really, Dave. No, no, I think uh, that's been pretty well covered off. What was your highlight from Melbourne, Dino? A few punters here wanting to know. I know you've got horses to follow, but, uh, gee, there's a big roar uh, when, uh, is it Mohican Heights got the job done there in the um, the Sun Colours? Yeah, it was a good win too because they uh, they they went hard in that race and then they went again at about the six hundred for a staying race, and he just kept getting shuffled back and you know whether it helped him because he didn't go with the pack or but he still had a lot to do and uh, I think uh, from when he had his first start, Duff Chris Wallace said this was a horse to watch and uh, yep. it was his fourth run in Australia. He had the two in Sydney and now two in Melbourne and uh, he's just getting better with every run. He's on two in a row and he's he's going well. Yeah, that's him. He's continued to. Just improve, improve, improve. So where's he sealing? He would, he we don't would have know. got it on protest anyway, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. Silent Sovereign took him off the track. Dean Holland got a suspension for that. So, uh, yeah. So, no, it was a good win. And uh, probably the best race of the day was the Galilee final for the three-year-olds. And uh, that was the form that uh, ultimately was the derby uh, as yeah, well with yes. Explosive Jack with... Uh, with uh, Hero Le- uh, winning again, uh, having won the St. Ledger trial. Uh, the second horse for Irish Eyes is a really good horse. I think uh, we might s- hopefully see him in the St. Ledger, and then I think he's going to maybe go to Queensland for the Derby. But uh, he's a uh, he's a really good star in the making. I think. Where's Where's Hero Le- Le- going? Is he going to go? Will it go St. Ledger, or are they going to go? Uh, I talked with Cindy Alderson yesterday about that, and she's probably he, he raced a bit keenly on Saturday. She's worried about the twenty eight hundred settling, and uh, it's going to give him a little bit of time between runs, and I think goes straight to the South Australian Derby. Okay, cool. So we that's one of these things too. We're going to see these horses sort of split and the carnival uh, roll on up there in Queensland. Um, boys, uh, back to Sydney. Uh, punters wanting to know what you thought of the winner of the last stuff. Uh, she's another one, Chris Waller, ex-New Zealander, work in progress. She's been very hot and agitated in the yard. So she's she was much better on Saturday and raced accordingly. Beautiful ride um, from a horror drawer and just slotted in behind the real hot speed, peeled out, and um, I thought it was an excellent ride by, uh, obviously, McDonald. We know that's what it's expected of him, but she she can, uh, another one, she could just keep improving now if she just keeps her, harnesses her energy. 
Mm. Speaking of horses, I want to follow. Uh, you boys in the same boat with High Supremacy? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, that was a target race for him Saturday, and and it was a, a well-laid-down plan that um, we'll never know. We'll never know. But that, that winner's pretty good. Um, mm. Kiki. Uh, Kiku. D- Dino, did you see uh, much of Morfordville on Saturday? I saw a couple of races, yeah. Some punters here just on the text line. Just wanted to know what you thought uh, of uh, Cloudy and Translation. Well, they ran the Quinella and the, uh, was it the Dequetteville or the Cinderella, whichever it was yeah, uh, for the Phillies? Uh, the Dequetteville. Um, I've always really liked Cloudy and uh, I thought she was, you know, she got the money right on the line. Translation's improving with racing. First starter that ran third there was a good run too of uh, Andrew Noblitz uh, in the Maccabi Diva colours, actually. Can't think of its name, but Isles uh, of Avalon. Yes, yeah, it ran well. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's got a bit of a future. Just, just didn't probably know how to win the race. It, it loomed up and it just got the wanders a bit. So uh, I think it's got a future. And the other feature race over there was the uh, Port Adelaide Port Guineas. Adelaide Guineas, yeah, yeah, he's a really good horse. The winner, uh, Raw Mile. He, he, He's a good trainer, Lee Creek. You probably don't know a lot of him in New South Wales, but uh, he's down at southeast of, you know, around Mount Gambier and uh, Panola and that. He just knocks up training winners, and this is this might be the good horse that takes him, elevates him a bit higher because uh, reminds me a bit of uh, like a young Elko Pop. He's got a he's a bit sort of raw, but he, he knows how to win, and I think he's a, a good horse. And let's crack a deal's on target for the uh, South Australian Derby, which. Like it was last year, it might be a really good race again. Um, you know, with the the Ma Eustace horses uh, heading that way. Is clairvoyance, is clairvoyance back or not? Uh, not sure. Jury out. Next run will tell. Yeah, I think so. I I don't think she's hitting the mark she was. What we saw of her last prep. No. All right. Uh, just continuing around the grounds, I was. Standing uh, at Ramwick on the weekend, a huge roar around that 128 mark. Uh, a lot of boys from Scone, lads from Scone, they'd launched at Fender. Um, I don't know if you boys saw the win of Fender, but it was very good up there in that benchmark 78. Uh, so uh, Brett Kavanagh will, will try and place Fender uh, along the lines. I think they're aiming at the Stradbroke, aren't they? That's what they, they want to win, or that's what the owners would love to win. So he's going to uh, continue a Queensland campaign with Fender. And the other text before we get to a break here and, and come back, boys, uh, punters, just wanting to know your thoughts of Hunnam, uh, the winner of the first, Dino. And a few texts here about the headwind and uh, sh- what should they be putting in their notes for form for that uh, headwind at Caulfield on Saturday? Yeah, it had a bit of an impact, probably more the second half of the program, I think. Uh, um and maybe the inside wasn't absolutely the place to be as well, so that probably over-accentuated the wind as well. First winner, uh, he got away with a very easy time of it. He's a really relaxed, casual sort of horse, Hunnam. I, I could see him getting over a lot further, so winning at 1,200 might have been a bit of a bonus for him. Wouldn't be surprised if he landed in the Anzac Day Stakes at uh, Flemington in a couple of weeks. Beautiful. We'll take a break. On uh, We'll get the horses to follow after this from our team. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. At Able Banking, they're ready, willing and able to do business with you. Call Arab Bank Australia on 1800 272 or visit arabbank.com.au. Epping a crash on Carlingford Road. That's affecting eastbound traffic, Cliff Street, another one at Moore Park, South Dowling Street, southbound at Dacey Avenue, and Liverpool. Lights are flashing amber, George Street and Moore Street, and Cronulla Burst Watermain. Kingsway affecting eastbound traffic at Cornell Street, and Mount White, the M1 truck broken down in lane one, heading northbound. The Caravan Camping Holiday Super Show starts 
tomorrow until Sunday, April 18th at Rose Hill Racecourse. Tickets available online only. Visit supershow.com.au. I'm Ian Wallace. Let's say traffic on Sky Sports Radio. There's a royal race day that transcends time. World-class entertainment in the autumn sunshine. Prestige, legacy and a world-class field. On this day, a champion will be revealed. Get your fun back on track at the Championships Day 2 Longines Queen Elizabeth Stakes Day. Featuring the new playground precinct, fashion competitions and a spectacular post-race performance. The Championships Day 2, April 17 at Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. Tickets are limited. The new Pazload Frame Master is still the lightest tool in its class. Now with quicker, easier nail loading, longer fan cycle for improved performance and slip-proof grip for greater comfort. I'm making it with Pazload. Reliability, comfort, performance. The Bingley Easter Sale is on now. No, Lionel. Easter has been and gone. I mean our post-Easter sale. No, Lionel. Our pre-Christmas sale? What do we have every April with huge deals store-wide like TVs, washers, fridges, vacuum, cooking, coffee machines and heaters? Go on. The clue is probably April. The Bingley April Sale. Yes. But it's only until... Sunday, April 18th. At Bingley. Australian family owned for over 60 years. Tab, we're on a mission to deliver punters confidence they're getting the best price. Introducing The Lock, a new feature on your Tab app. Just activate it when placing a tote win bet, and if the fixed odds starting price is better when your horse wins, we'll pay you the difference in cash. The Lock, new on your Tab app. Download today. Tab, long may we play. Excludes WA residents, available once per day on eligible online bets. Max odds difference payout $100. TNC's a website, gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. This is Punter's Postmortem on Sky Sports Radio. Here on uh, Punter's Postmortem on this Monday as we look ahead to a Saturday and, of course, day two of the championships. What a race the QE2 will be. Uh, Mawanga, by the way, Duff, you were asking before. Um, Annabelle just sent a text saying maybe QE2 uh, or it'll either be QE2 or Paddock, either or. But they're not closing the door completely on the QE2 with Mawanga on the backup from the Doncaster. So... Um, that news through. And also, too, I want to give a, a shout-out to Cole Hodges, who I think we're going to chat to a little bit later on this morning. Uh, 50 years of race calling uh, on the weekend, and I think it was an outstanding. He's a champion bloke, Cole, uh, and look forward to catching up with him next time I'm out in the West. In fact, I think he might be calling Orange on the uh, on Friday, so we'll catch up with him then. Uh, need some horses to follow, gents. Start with you, Duff. Um I think Signora Nera, uh, Chris will place her um, to advantage. So I think she's got, uh, uh, she's an improving staying filly, and obviously the obvious, no one missed Zaki. Zaki, beautiful. Uh, let's go to you, Dino. A couple from Melbourne, Dave, both from the Ma Eustace stable through Irish Eyes, I mentioned earlier, and uh, Grand Promenade's ready to win. He just missed out on Saturday, but uh, there's a race in a couple of weeks for him. He should be winning. Beautiful. Uh, and Munns? Um, well, from the first race, Dave, uh, Gary Fraser's got a nice little uh, filly here in the shape of Anna Gain. I thought she was very, very good on Saturday, coming out of a maiden at Gosford and uh, found the line very, very nicely. Also in that race, Tarazi, the first data for Anthony Cummings was quite good. And as our caller, the uh, promotions department of the Kylie Kennedy mm. stable uh, that <laughs> rang earlier, Wild Rocket. 
uh, has yet to prove herself on a dry track. Uh, of her four wins, all have been on soft and heavy, and she got a rain-affected track on Saturday, but she'll go back to the bush. I just don't know sort of what sort of race uh, she'll be in in the bush, but uh, she'll be very, very hard to beat in whatever she is in. Thanks for coming on this morning, uh, gents, to Dino in a Melbourne studio, to uh, Duff, and, of course, Munn's on the backup today with the recovery party. Have a big week, fellas. Uh, we've got uh, track work with the Stars tomorrow morning, and then we roll on to barrier draws and all sorts of things throughout the week, and can't wait. Day two of the championships. We'll be back here next, uh, next Monday. Thanks, Dave.